Welcome to Seven Figures Plus. I'm your host, Binky Sitole. Today, I want us to explore the similarities and differences between savings and investments. We hear these two terms a lot. Often, they are used interchangeably, although they actually refer to different things. What is saving? Saving refers to money that you put aside for a short or medium-term goal. When we talk short or medium-term, we really are talking zero to two or even zero to three years. That is money that you can easily access and that you require uh, within a short space of time. This is money that you would save to buy a new pair of shoes, to build up your emergency fund, for a weekend getaway, and even you can save for a deposit on a car or a house. Savings are relatively low risk, which means that your capital is guaranteed, and to a large extent, so is the interest that you earn. This is because the interest on a savings account is known upfront. You can check the savings interest rates offered by most banks online before opening an account. Your savings can be in a savings account or a fixed deposit at a bank. The interest rate you earn in a savings account is often tied to the reserve bank's repo rate, when the repo rate goes up, so does the interest rate on your savings and vice versa. You've probably heard of the Reserve Bank's MPC, that is the Monetary Policy Committee. They are the people that would make a decision based on a number of economic factors as to whether to raise or cut the repo rate. Your savings should be easily accessible. That means do not put all your savings in a fixed deposit or money market as there may be penalties for early withdrawals. So your fixed deposit should really look at your more medium-term savings, let's say three to five-year periods. Growing up, I remember a lot of ladies, my mom, my aunts, saving through stock fails and even burial societies, or as we called them, the society. You know, burial society is a newer term. Um, and this was a way for the community to get together and pool their resources and save the disadvantage that they had was that they couldn't put all this money in a savings account due to the cost of depositing and withdrawing quite often. And the idea, of course, was to help each other, especially with the societies, was to help each other when people faced bereavement. Currently in South Africa, the National Association of Stock Fails says that stock fails in South Africa generate over 45 billion rands per year. That is 45 billion with a capital B. What I am interested in knowing is whether this money is used up between that November and December period or is it reinvested in some kind of business? Does that money help grow the economy? I am generally interested. If you do know, please share that information with me. Let's take a look at investing. What does investing mean? Investing is when you use your money to buy assets that will generate an income or will appreciate in value. There are many types of investments, including but not limited to shares, also called stocks, bonds, ETFs, that is your exchange traded fund, mutual funds, real estate. Real estate includes residential and commercial properties, and some might argue that cryptocurrency is a type of investment as well. Investing is for long-term financial goals, such as your children's education and your retirement. When we talk long-term in relation to personal finance, we really are referring to periods of longer than five years, preferably 10 years or even longer. Investing carries a higher risk than saving. 
that is because your capital is not guaranteed and neither is the growth or the appreciation on that particular amount. Although investments can have potentially higher returns than savings. I want to highlight that a TFSA, tax-free savings account, is not a savings account. It is an investment account. The name is a little ambiguous, although the government's intentions were good with this particular product. There is an annual limit of 36,000 rands per tax year per individual and a lifetime limit of 500,000 rand per individual. The benefits of a tax-free savings account is that it is tax-free, there's no capital gains tax and no dividend withholding tax. However, if you decide to contribute more than 36,000 rands in a tax year, SARS is going to give you a very nice, warm, friendly hug called 40% tax on the amounts exceeding 36,000 rands. Your TFSA should be the first investment account that you fund on a monthly basis, and it should also be the last amount of money that you use. This is money that you're going to tap into when your retirement annuity, your provident fund, pension fund is depleted, and hopefully you're beyond the age of 70. This really is the last money. Please also do not use your tax-free savings account as an emergency fund or as a savings account or as a piggy bank. It is not for buying shoes. It is not for buying groceries. I can't stress this enough. You shoot yourself in the foot by withdrawing anything from this tax-free savings account because you interrupt the compounding of the amount. That means you interrupt the growth period of this money and the money can't have as many money babies or grandbabies on your behalf. The second reason is that you obviously then affect your lifetime limit and you can never make that money back. Let's go back to general investing. I want us to have a look. When we say that investing has potentially higher returns than a savings account, what exactly do we mean? If we just take the GSE Top 40 Index, so these are the top 40 companies over a particular period, in the five years up to 30 April 2021, the JSE Top 40 Index returned an average of 8.8% per annum. That is total returns. What that means is that the return includes the capital gains or the appreciation of the stock price plus the dividends that have been reinvested. On an annualized basis, 8.8% over five years is a very good return. If you look at the 10-year returns, that is 10 years ending 30 April 2021, the JC Top 40 Index returned 10.78%. If you compare the returns of the JC Top 40 Index with what banks are currently offering in terms of the annual savings rate, you'll see that most banks are offering currently between 35 and 6% annual interest. Um, so you can already see that if you just compare it to investing, you would have grown your money much quicker. Uh, and of course, we say buy and hold in the investing world. That means sometimes it is just good to buy and let time do the work for you. And of course, if you can, keep adding to your investments. Investing used to be quite cumbersome and um, the barriers to entry ensured that a lot of us were left out um, of understanding what investing is and how we can build wealth through investing. In the past few years, we've actually grown in leaps and bounds. Thanks mostly to technology, you can learn how to buy and sell stocks and ETFs 
online or through an app, most of the big banks have got a share uh, platform that allows you to sign up, buy ETFs, buy shares. Um, there's also apps like Easy Equities and Frank that have made it much more affordable and have brought investing to the doorstep of a lot of us. We've come a long way. However, more still needs to be done to get more people to start saving and investing. I do hope this episode has helped you understand savings and investments much better. In coming episodes, we'll delve into a number of different topics. I do hope that we will cover compounding very soon because I think it is a topic that a lot of people still struggle with and don't understand, especially when we're talking about investing and holding for the long term. Benjamin Franklin once said, an investment in knowledge pays the best interest. Thank you for tuning in. I hope you have enjoyed today's episode. If you have questions or comments, please feel free to send an email to ask, that is A-S-K at bingisitole.com. You can also follow me on Twitter. I'm at bingisitole17. Kindly rate the show and leave a review wherever you listen to your podcasts. This podcast episode is for informational purposes and does not constitute financial, tax or legal advice. Be sure to do your own research prior to making any financial decision and consult a registered financial advisor should you need one.